Welcome to my video. It is called Central Bank's Propensity for Inflation is a very good reason to hold at least some gold. Where is the economy headed? The truth is that reliable leading indicators are hard to come by, so forecasting the business cycle is a rather difficult task. However, we know that credit markets play a very important role in the functioning of the financial system and that they affect economic activity to a great extent. This is because today's money, be it the US dollar, the euro, the Chinese renminbi or the Japanese yen, is created through bank lending. In fact, the world's fiat money and economic system are, so to speak, based on credit. Therefore, tensions or stress in the markets for loanable funds will deserve particular attention from those trying to form a view about the future course of the economy. From experience, we know that in times of severe crises, such as the global financial crisis of 2008-2009 and the lockdown crisis of 2020, central banks rush to the rescue. Most notably, the US Fed extended direct credit, the so-called primary credit, to banks and issued new central bank money in an effort to prop up to bail out investors, businesses and public sector entities. Most interestingly, since the Fed started raising interest rates in March 2022, Fed loans to the banking sector have also increased. The amounts are not huge by historical comparison, but nevertheless they show that someone is borrowing from the Fed. What is more, credit spreads widened as the Fed began increasing interest rates. Since July 2022, however, they have declined somewhat, indicating declining investor concern about credit defaults and a liquidity crunch. How are these two developments to be interpreted? Well, rising interest rates are putting pressure on borrowers, the financial system and thus the overall economy. Especially since the Fed has now substantially increased lending rates in a relatively short period. Why is this so? Well, in the face of higher interest rates, investments fail and jobs are lost. Those in debt must pay considerably more when rolling over their maturing loans. As a result, the number of defaults increases when interest rates rise, causing banks to become more restrictive in their lending. Taken together, the Fed's rate-hiking spree undoubtedly has the potential to trigger a major bust. At the same time, however, credit spreads have remained fairly low so far and, as noted earlier, have even contracted. This suggests that investors are not really concerned about credit defaults. It seems that they are actually confident that the Fed will not allow the financial and economic system to collapse. The expectation in the market is that if something goes wrong in the credit market, the Fed will come to the rescue, pumping new money into the system and potentially even cutting interest rates again. But what about inflation? Well, even if headline inflation rates ease somewhat in the coming months, there is a systematic conflict between the Fed's objective of bringing down high inflation and its determination to keep the fiat money system going by all means necessary. Because the fiat money system inadvertently causes crises and these crises are becoming ever more serious. So to fend off the feared losses in production, credit defaults on a grand scale and grueling mass unemployment, 
the Fed will most likely continue to inflate, that is, increase the quantity of credit and money at ever lower interest rates. While declining headline inflation may come as a relief to many firms and consumers, one should not overlook the inherent inflationary bias that comes with the fiat money system and the political efforts to prevent its collapse. It is rather safe to assume that the Fed, as of course all other major central banks, faced with the precarious choice of saving the economy from depression or allowing inflation to run high, will most likely opt for the former and against the latter. The fiat money system will most likely enter a period of very high, sky-high inflation, inflation that is much higher than the inflation seen in the, least in the last one and a half years. In this context, let me quote the economist Ludwig von Mises. He wrote in 1923, quote, We have seen that if a government is not in a position to negotiate loans and does not dare levy additional taxation for fear that the financial and general economic effects will be revealed too clearly too soon so that it will lose support for its program, it always considers it necessary to undertake inflationary measures. Thus, inflation becomes one of the most important psychological aids to an economic policy which tries to camouflage its effects. In this sense, it may be described as a tool of anti-democratic policy. By deceiving public opinion, it permits a system of government to continue which would, which would have no hope of receiving the approval of the people if conditions were frankly explained to them. Quote ends. Against this backdrop, it makes sense for the savvy investor to consider physical gold and some silver as part of their liquid means. The purchasing power of these precious metals cannot be debased by monetary policy. Physical gold and silver also do not carry a default risk in contrast to bank deposits and money market fund shares. Keep in mind that central banks' propensity for inflation is a very good reason to hold physical gold and silver. Thank you very much for your attention. If you enjoyed the video, please like, share, ring the bell and follow my channel. See you soon.